You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another fun episode of Ask a Drone You. My name is Paul. My name is Rob. So glad to be with you today. Very, very grateful that uh, you're hanging out with us and uh, looking forward to a good show. Looking forward to a good show as well. We've got a oh, great... You got the new laptop out. Yeah. Yes, I do. I uh, am actually trying to pull up some financial information on this laptop. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, we have a great show actually today talking about finances. We are digging into the realm of business. Are you like me? Have you ever worked with someone? You're excited to work with them, but intuition just says, you know, something seems off, but I need this opportunity. So I'm going to go with it and we'll, we'll learn as we go, right? And as business owners, sometimes we do have to learn as we go, like the white balance on the camera right now. Um, <laughs> so I just noticed how I need to correct that for the next show. But that being said, uh, today we're going to be talking about what happens when you worked for a client and you might have questioned working with them, but you worked with them anyway, and you provided a deliverable for them. But now... The phone lines are dark. <laughs> the email is getting ping-backed, and you decide to download Boomerang to see if they're receiving your emails because then you can prove that they saw your emails. Oopsies. This is why it's good to always be learning because you need to know and you need to be evolving in the world around you. And so we have one caller today who's a member who asked this question via email. And we asked him to send it in uh, via voice, via, I forget the name of the program. And his question is, what happens when you work with a client and you provided a deliverable and all of a sudden they're not paying you for it? Um, we've got a couple of uh, legal options to take here that will not cost you any money whatsoever. And we've got some great options uh, as well to discuss. And I'm actually really excited about this because this is a great opportunity to talk about autonomy, to talk about autonomous AI tools that can help drone pilots, but it's also a great time to talk about how these AI tools can also be absolutely horrible. Um, and so mm -hmm. it's it's such a great time to talk about here are the tools that you can use to enforce against people who have taken your images or your video and they've posted it and you seemingly have no recourse. You have numerous ways of recourse, actually. And that shouldn't have to cost you money. One of the things that, that I'm really starting to, to go down the legal rabbit hole, and this is just something that I'm thinking about on my own, but as someone who grew up in a law firm family, um, it really, really makes me question about just like the ideology of where the system has come to, where the legal system has come to, because oftentimes people can be bullied to enforce contracts and bullied into paying fines for things that, well, they're not subject to. We have state institutions all the time trying to penalize people outside of their state lines. Um, newsflash, no jurisdiction. Um, <laughs> so we have these things all the time where people try to enforce things upon you, hoping that you don't know the legal system, you don't know what's available, and they try to bully you into doing something that you don't want to do. And this is why it's so important to really be prepared and to really, you know, try to be as educated as you can, right? Because that's how we overcome fear. 
And when we overcome fear with knowledge, it puts us in a much more powerful place. And so why am I talking about this? Because when you're running your own business, oftentimes you are going to be presented with issues by entrepreneurs or by business um, people who feel like they have more experience than you, who feel like they can do things and get away with them and bully you into some sort of legal predicament. And I would just say the reason I said I'm coming to this like really weird point and it's why is it weird and I'll explain it's weird. When you grow up in a household that makes all of their revenue and money off of suing people for doing things that are wrong, it really makes me question the entire legal system when people can threaten you with fines or threaten you with... um, Uh, predicaments with absolutely zero legal justification in doing so. And I feel like that there should be some sort of recourse to stop this litigious system because it's gotten out of control. When someone can just say, hey, I don't like you, I'm going to charge you uh, five grand. And it doesn't matter that you're outside of the state and I have no jurisdiction because I'm just going to scare you with all the things that I would do if you don't comply with me. And it's like, that's not the America that we live in. We are innocent until proven guilty, which is why it's a great time to talk about this particular caller. He is a DroneU member. He is having a problem with a client. We thought this was a phenomenal opportunity to talk about, hey, here are the hard tools that you need to smack a bee with the long D of the law, okay? Um, um, sorry, but uh, yeah, it, it, I, I'm just, I, I hate that people try to get away with things and then be ignorant about it. And I really do wish that there was some better system of educating everyone on the legal system and the rights that we do have and that we don't have. Um, I really think that that would put everyone in a better position because it's pretty well known right now that our legal system is not about doing what's right. It's about winning. I've known that since I was five years old and seemingly everyone seems to be learning that right now. Winning um, and money. Uh, <laughs> typically are synonymous. <laughs> so, True. <laughs> but um, this True. is a great opportunity to talk about tools that are great for drone pilots that will enforce against your clients who, who decide not to pay you or copy you or any of those things. But in addition, I think it's also important for us to talk about how these systems can also be extremely nefarious. And so one example I wanted to give, and we'll talk about it later, is when you pay for music and you upload your video to YouTube and it's like flagged for copyright violation. And you're like, I I paid for the song, right? So this goes into the entire topic of we live in America and we are innocent until proven guilty. So these systems are important for you to understand how to use responsibly because in systems like YouTube, which automatically... um, assume that you're in the wrong and assume that you've done the wrong thing, right? And now it's hurting us in our ability to get a message out that could be helping other people. So I want to talk about, yes, there are systems to help drone pilots out there. It's a better conversation to talk about why these systems should be so controlled and so monitored so they don't get out of hand because they can quickly get out of hand. Nicely said. There's my soapbox. There's your intro. Very nice. All right, so let's uh, hop into the question. Yeah, in fact, today's question is brought to you by our next upcoming uh, drone mapping class. In fact, we have a podcast tomorrow asking uh, a question about uh, mapping pricing. I will just say, if you are wondering like exactly what other people are charging um, for pricing and whatnot, well, obviously we don't have 100,000 data points, but we do have a few hundred. So if you would like to join us for a drone mapping class and learn how you can turn one point cloud 
into 10 resellable deliverables, then you don't want to miss it. And you can also understand why we're not going to give out that information for free. It is the DroneU difference. There is a reason why people come to DroneU who are advanced learners, who are holding themselves to a higher standard. It's because they understand that for long-term success, well, you might need deeper knowledge. Check out all the upcoming virtual classes that we have coming up for you here in October. We've got the drone mapping class. We have got flight mastery. We've got UAV operations, and we've got interactive 3D modeling. And uh, pop your head up there. We might start a new kind of semester-long class. Yeah, we might be changing things up a bit try to serve people who are ready to move out of their existing jobs and into drones, but may not have the time to do it. So we're going to try to cater to those people. Fantastic. So check them out, thedroneu.com. Check out that bar at the very top. Don't be afraid to click it. Let's have some fun together. <laughs> Let's. All right. Question. Hey, guys. Uh, this is Roy, Salt Lake City. I have a business-related question for you. Uh, recently... I uh, had an experience uh, where it appears that a, a client isn't going to be paying me for a service that I just completed for them, which really just pisses me off because I know that they're um, using it and benefiting from it. Up until now, I've just always been kind of hesitant um, asking for money up front before a service is actually rendered. How do you get over that? You know, I realize that contracts are a smart way to do business and I, and now I just, you know, I know that it's it's uh, time to start doing that. But, you know, just how do you get over that hesitation? Secondly, uh, related to this, uh, is there any legal avenues I can take? Or, you know, I just had a luck. I know my images and videos are copyrighted. Does that even matter? So if you guys could just uh, talk about that, I'd really appreciate it. Take care. Mm. Thanks, Roy. Appreciate the question. Um, AskDroneU.com for your questions. You know, it's uh, it does suck, and you should be pissed off. Because, yeah. And I just, I don't know why I'm still amazed at how humans treat humans. I, <laughs> you think I'd learn, but uh, I suppose I'm never going to accept it as as the norm. I just, I won't let myself do that. Nonetheless, we you find can't. Roy in this situation. Um, the, the good news is there are some things that he can do, right? But maybe we should address that first issue of he's hesitant to get money up front. It's funny because I didn't hear that the first time we listened either. to the question. And it really stuck out I the second sure time. I sure did. Yeah, it sure <laughs> did. With I was, all due respect, Roy. <laughs> yes, with all due respect. And I'm sure, as you probably know, that this might be a self-induced problem. Well, and, and let me say this, that I feel you. Um, I think, I've made the mistake too, by the way, friend. So I'm there with you too. Yeah, no, I mean, and I think that, you know, it's interesting when you ask that question, what do I do to get over that? Well, I think you're experiencing what you do to get over that. And that's go through the pain of not doing it mm -hmm. one or two times, because ultimately there is nothing that you do other than it's like you get up. Let's say you want to work out at 530 in the morning. How do I do that? Well, you freaking do it. So I don't mean to make light of it because I get it and it's something that I struggle with intensely. But man, you just deal with this enough. And unfortunately, like we said, there mm. people treat people horribly. And I, I just obviously it was good enough for them to use. Mm -hmm. And if they're choosing not to pay you, I think they should be shot in the kneecap with a BB gun. That's all. Just a BB gun. <laughs> Nothing more. 
<laughs> because maybe they wouldn't do that again to somebody else. But yeah, it's a pretty short answer as far as what do you do to get over it. And gosh, Roy, um, again, with all due respect, you just got to do it. I think, but let's be more practical I would love, with that. Can I just say something really quick? Because you kind of hit something on the on the head here, and I just want to quickly get past it. But you were uh-huh. like, something that you said that uh, just kind of hit me is I wish that there was some way that we could see, like... A real LinkedIn. Oh, I can't believe this just came to my mind. A real LinkedIn, an accountable LinkedIn, a LinkedIn that's not just corporate bribery and ladder climbing. I mean, a a LinkedIn where I could go in and see if someone had a history of stealing people's photos, like had a a tick mark, right? Because instead of shooting someone at their knees, what we could do to cause further pain and to actually say like, let's correct this behavior because that's really what we're about, right? We've got to correct things, give people grace so that they'll understand the why of growing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I say that and I think it's important to say, I would love to know people who have uh, like a scoreboard, you know, kind of like your scoreboard in school, but it's online. I want to know if you're bullying people online, if you're stealing people's photos, if you are stealing people's content, et cetera, et cetera. I would really, really like to know that before I work with people. But no. we will never get with, get that because... Unless we develop it. And so we're going to. Here's so a couple <laughs> things come to mind. One, there are a few places where you can actually do a, a, one of these, right? Yes. And it, most places, it's personal. It's practical. Take a Spotify, for example, where the only person it matters to is you because it dictates how the algorithms work and what music it feeds you, right? Fine. That makes sense. But even on, say, YouTube, have you noticed that it will tell you a number next to the thumbs up? Mm-hmm. It won't give you a number next to the thumbs down. Really? It does in total, but I don't think it does individually. Hmm. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure. The point is, and then you take a Facebook, you take an Instagram, you take all of them. You don't have the opportunity to give negative feedback. What I hate is that Amazon is now uh, filtering out negative comments based off of words that you use. Because I've been, because you know, I've been getting all those fraudulent yeah. shipments, and I write it's negative just... reviews, and they deleted my reviews. So I was like, "Huh, I'm actually going to have to come up with some literal fake story about why this product sucks, and not talk about the fact that the reason I'm writing this fake review is because the person who runs this." listing is trying to beat the system, right, by shipping out orders of their own products so they can write their own reviews to boost their own score, right? And at some point, you just got to be like, look, guys, there's a like, yeah, we all want the world to be roses and unicorns. But unless we understand the flip side, uh, it's not going to be like that. Well, and, and in fact, I would go so far as to say the more that we pretend it is, the less it is. Agreed. Because all that does is open up more room for those that want it or that that will be a part of making it not, if you will. And I, I just saw an article, and I and I didn't read the entire article, so I, I don't know ultimately the, the basis behind the story, but essentially I guess somebody was sued for leaving a negative review, or they were going to go to that. jail. Yeah, I saw that too. It, again, just that the That was headline. in like Thailand it or was Vietnam, in, No, right? no, it was in Thailand. Thailand, yeah. And they were going to go to jail, apparently. They had the possibility of going to jail for two years for leaving a negative review of this particular resort. And maybe I should dig into that if I'm going to bring it up on a podcast, but just on the headline alone, what the heck is going on? So we're creating Facebook's, they're all doing it, right? We're creating this fake freaking world. 
oh, it's already created. It, it, what I hate is that people are being told on a daily basis that like you're being manipulated. You don't even know you're being manipulated. And um, you're being manipulated based off of how you feel. And we can tell how you're feeling based off of what videos you watch and how long you watch them and how fast you scroll and where your eyes are on the screen. Like people like really yeah. don't get it that they're perpetuating the, own, the, own, the problem, which is why I'm trying not to participate myself. Yeah. And it makes it so hard. It um, is. It's, it's tough. But let's get to the answer to this caller's question. Yeah, really quick, before you go into the answer from like the legal standpoint and what he can do, I do, I do want to give Roy a little something practical relative to the issue of not wanting to take money up front. And the way that I would answer that practically is develop systems so that you don't have to think about it. It's like when you trade, you develop a plan. And if you stick to your plan, the emotions are going to affect your trading much less, right? So if you have a system that says new client, they get mm. this email, they get this contract, that's when I do the work and you just get into the rhythm of that system and that system includes in the contract that they have to pay this, you'll you'll get accustomed to it and then you'll wonder how you ever did it without that. And seriously, when people say, you know what, I don't want to pay up front, you're going to quickly realize you may not want to be working with those people. Yeah. Uh, this goes back to... And that's to, a hard pill to swallow when you're trying to build, but... It is a hard pill to swallow. And it's funny because when I sit here in this chair and I'm like, it's a hard pill to swallow, get over it, sunshine, we're going to be okay. And then I have a hard pill to swallow like the one I had yesterday. And I get it. It sucks. Yeah. And you got to rile yourself up and it's going to be okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> like right. it, it, exactly. it really is. And you've got to start using information to overcome the fear. You've got to start using information to overcome the feelings. Because Roy, first of all, thank you for bringing in the question. And I'm excited for your future because the fact that you're willing to even ask this question showcases your humility, which also showcases your propensity for success. You'll be very successful, my friend. That being said, when Roy, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, I've talked about, you know, wanting to charge people up front. I just didn't do it. Are we now learning the lesson of the client quadrant? Are we now learning yeah. the lesson of of not making decisions emotionally, right? And if you are susceptible to making emotional decisions, then guess what? You've got to do something to trick your own mind. And this was a great lesson that I learned, uh, gosh, I can't even remember his name now, from Reno, um, who, who taught me, he goes, you know, at some point, Paul, and I've said this story like five to 12 times on this show, of at some point, you just got to tell a client, you're busy that day, but if they're willing to pay 30% more than what you would normally charge and they want to hire you, it's going to prove to you what you're really worth. And it's going to show you and trick your mind. Hmm, maybe I really am worth more. And at some point, maybe you'll start realizing you are in charge. Maybe at some point you'll realize that all the voices around you do not have your best interests at heart, even though you want to believe that they do. And at some point you'll realize that if you make most of the decisions based off of how you feel, then the people around you are going to be manipulating you to feel a certain way. So you make the those decisions. At what point do you realize that if you make decisions emotionally, that you are being controlled by everyone around you? Yeah. And, and by the way, these people may not even know they're manipulating you or seeking to yes. control you. They're just doing their thing. Good point. Right. It's, it's nice. almost ingrained in society, dude. Like totally. I've noticed that too. Cause you're like, Oh, they don't know they're doing it. No, no, they don't know they're doing it. That also doesn't make it okay. No, you know, the whole, <laughs> you know, the whole, uh, love your neighbor as yourself thing. You know, little, little bi biblical thing, if you don't mind. Um, I, I rolled my eyes, I but for everyone who saw me roll my eyes, I rolled my eyes because I believe th what Rob just said is actually prevalent amongst numerous religions. And if you do your research, you'll realize that. Sorry. Yeah, that, that very well may be, and, and I hope so. But the bottom line is that is not society. 
It's all no. about get mine, <laughs> right? Self-preservation, it, yes. It's unfortunate, yeah. And self-preservation is a huge destroyer of That's something that I've things. had to go over with Sarah a lot is she does not want to believe that the world... Obviously, you don't want to believe the world is out to get you. It's not, but... You also no, it doesn't care about you. Ex thank you. Oh, that is such a beautiful, eloquent way of saying it. <laughs> Why haven't I said it that way before? <laughs> oh, good job, like Rob. <laughs> Phenomenal. Anyway, look, okay, step number one. First of all, you're charging up front. It's a 50% deposit. Why? You see how serious people are. Done. And, and it's funny because I was going to go in the community today and be like, have any of you had a large uptick in requests for jobs and none of them have followed through? Because I have. In the last three weeks, Rob, I've had, well, you sent me two, yeah. Cron Cronkite and the other one, never responded. After like long emails with examples of like, are you looking for this? Are you looking for that? Are you looking for this? And yeah, no, seriously. And um, it just makes you wonder, like, there's a reason that we have these systems in place. And it's not because we want people to feel good. It's because we need some sort of specific actions that show us that the other person is actually going to do what they say that they're going to do. Okay. That's why we charge the 50% upfront. Yeah. And, and your time is valuable. Every if, minute matters. And, and the more that you spin your wheels because you got into something that, that was not paid for, I mean, you, you don't get that time back. And at some point... You have to ask yourself, if I don't believe in myself, if I don't believe in the value that I have and the worth that I have and what I do is valuable for other people, why would other people think I'm valuable if I don't believe in myself? Yeah. Someone walks up to you in the airport and like, hey, what do you do? And you're like, um, uh, if I fly drones, right? If I looked at you, I'd be like, poor bastard. Poor <laughs> bastard. Guy doesn't know what he wants. Like, poor guy, you know? He'll get there one day, but it's going to be a long road ahead. Instead of kicking yourself in the ass and being like, oh, what do I want? You know? And like, yeah. and then making a plan of getting it there. Because half the time people, you know, they have this great idea and then they don't do anything with it. I've noticed in teaching oh, that that's 90% that. of people. It is, yeah. Um, no, and again, the, yeah. the bridge between dreams and goals, you know what the bridge is made of? It's called discipline, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and that is something that I have to literally smack myself in the face every morning and say to myself, you're in control, discipline, you can do this step by step, small bites, it's okay, stop feeling, start doing. That's, here, literally, here. that's literally what I say to myself in the, the car it's every great. morning. I love it. I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> I'm actually, You're never too old, by the way. Right? You're I'm, never too old. I'll be honest with you, Rob. I am so disappointed in myself. Oh, boy. Do you know why? Because I still react emotionally to people. Oh, gosh, yeah. Well, we're, you're a human being, man. I mean, we don't want to remove all emotion either. No, you right? can't because you then be you turn into robot. a psychopath. Yeah, yeah. Which, Oof. by the way, then, then I would ask you the super deep philosophical question of what's the difference between a psychopath and a Navy SEAL? Because they're trained to eliminate emotion, right? Oh, we can't go down that one. I know there's a lot of things. Don't worry. Anyway, <laughs> but these are serious questions that, like, I'm a person who likes to have intellectual debates. <laughs> don't, no, I know. Pick yourself up, Rob. Pick yourself up. Um, there's a lot of things that, that they're taught about the... It's just like what Chris Voss says. Once you reach a point of emotional intelligence, you have to start teaching yourself the dark side of the emotional intelligence, right? Same conversation exactly. I had with Ongood the other day, right? You hit a point of recognition, and if you don't keep doing the things that you are doing to maintain or build the recognition, you are going to lose the recognition. It is that simple. Laws of human nature. Let's get to the answer of this question, though, for this caller. He has numerous outlets that he can utilize to hold this client accountable. 
Number one, let's say the client actually posted a photo that he owns. Cool. Let's go to PIX, Papa, Indigo, X-Ray, Sierra, Yellow. I don't know if Y is yellow. I got to look up my phonetic alphabet. P-I-X-S-Y.com, Pixie.com. Um, in fact, after we talked about this the last time, I saw that commercial UAV News put something out on it. And I was like, so you guys do listen to the show. Thanks. Um, so Pixie um, is a great autonomous service that's going to help you autonomously find people who have taken your photos and reposted them illegally. If you took the photo, you own the copyright. It's pretty much that simple unless you... That's right, wrote off your rights for the copyright. So let's say that NBC News hires you as a contractor, et cetera, et cetera. If you give away the rights, then they can obviously use the photo or whatever, however much they want. But if you gave away the rights to say that they own this stuff, if you signed a contract said, no, I own this, I took the photo, I'm giving you a license, right? Totally, 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 totally different world. Um, by the way, I would love to see the news held accountable for some of the things that they do because they use the First Amendment news right for republishing footage all the time. And you're like, you could have credited the person in a little bit bigger font to help them. Like, come on. Yeah, what does it hurt? Literally, what does it hurt? It's ego. I hate it. Okay, <laughs> anyway, back to this. There's a reason that I call geriatrics geriatrics. It's old people who are unwilling to live up to the standards that they preached to their children, their grandchildren, the people around them. In addition, it's those who are unwilling to change because that ultimately cuts off everyone's knees, including mine. And I keep saying this over and over because I know when I get old, I'm going to be like my dad. Everybody, like, <laughs> like I don't hate one group. I hate everybody, right? Like, no, no, no. He he jokes like that. He's I like, know, he's I like, I, I don't. I spend a little time with your dad. He's a little teddy bear. <laughs> Even though he was a raucous lawyer. Uh, oh, man, every, the more and more I text him, I'm like, can you bring the raucous back? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I miss that guy. Yeah, hold on there, dad. Um, but okay, so Pixie is going to, once you upload your photos, it's going to use an algorithm to search the internet and find everyone who has posted your uh, imagery. Now, this is really good and it can be really bad, right? We talked about how YouTube automatically, when it identifies a duplicate of a song, it already assumes you're the bad guy, okay? Pixie's a little bit different. You're going to have to go in there and say, no, that was an approved use. He bought the photo. That was not approved. That was approved, okay? Here's why I love Pixie. Autonomous legal workflow. That's pretty sweet. Is it free? What's that? Does it cost? Um, I think that they're, you're paying a commission based on what they get for you. I'm pretty sure. Oh. Um, huh. I, you know what? I've never used it myself in all honesty. So it's not something, that's not a point I can speak from. I'm okay. pretty sure they take a commission though. Yeah. Hold on. Let me just search. No. Oh, I don't have internet. Yeah. Mm, weird. All right. Uh, so, um, but long story short is Pixie, P-I-X-S-Y.com. It's a phenomenal tool. Upload all your images in there and it'll autonomously find everyone who has stolen your images. Can, let me just connect the dots really quick. Not that you aren't going to get to it. I don't know. I assume you are. But are you suggesting that had he had this set up prior to this happening, that it would have helped him? Oh, no. Oh, no. He's prepared right now. It's time to bring out the long arm of the law. <laughs> well, no, no, but as it relates to Pixie. 
No, all he needs to do is upload his images right now, even the ones he gave to the client, and it'll find those pictures that they've uploaded on their site. And then when he's going to go in there and say, yes, that is an unauthorized use, and then the autonomous system of boom, letter to the client, you have illegally used photo blah, 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 blah from this person, this date, this is where you posted it, here's the record of it, don't try to delete it, it's on archive.net. Like, and then it's like, this is the damages that we are seeking to pay if you don't respond in XIX, they take the level up and then up and up and up and up and up. Jason. I like it. Jason. 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 Um, made <laughs> 2700 bucks in January off of this software. Uh-huh. Yeah, because DJs repost his images all the time. Really? Oh, oh yeah. That's, a, that's like taking candy from a baby with that group. Oh, I think it's, I actually seriously <laughs> wonder if this has been like a long sought plan by Jason. Seriously. He's like, oh, I'm going to take hundreds of thousands of photos for all these people who are super egotistical. They're going to repost pictures of themselves. And then in five years, I'm going to lay the hammer down. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a retirement plan. <laughs> no kidding. No, that is a, I have learned from my father that you never, ever, 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 ever want to be fueled by negative or nefarious things because it just snowballs. Yeah. So if but that then, was Jason's real thing, I would be like, dog, that's not like karma's a bitch, man. Like you, you can do that. But if your goal is to go out and screw people, how do you expect it not to I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. And you know what? When, when we had our issue with one of my daughters, um, Jason was, was great in terms of, he called, remember you were trying oh, to, he Jason's was trying to get his help. Yeah. Yeah. And so he, I mean, he reached out and how can I help you? And uh, call me if you need me. It doesn't matter how late. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Jason's awesome. He really is. And I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt on this one, too, because I know for a fact he did not do that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you look at geniuses and you wonder, huh, yeah. did you think about that? <laughs> How genius are you? Yeah. So, okay, but what if it's a video? So that's a great question. And what if it's content that's not been, um, that it hasn't been, let's say, directly uploaded or has been manipulated, but it's still like your backdrop or whatever. Do understand that if the photo has been manipulated and changed, the copyright rules are different. And I would recommend that you actually look that up because the answer is it depends based off of the type of media, how it was changed. Okay. Anyway, I'm not a lawyer. I don't pretend to play one in real life just on a podcast. Just kidding. I'm not a lawyer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is not a legal advice. The next thing that you can do, and I will just say that there are a lot of other flight schools that have copied our content directly. And we could take three of those five down right now if we did what I'm about to explain to our question caller. And I will also say that I have decided not to do this because I've realized that if we just keep going down the hole of doing what's right, giving people the best information, how to monetize everything and give them better information that's built from experience that cannot really be questioned because guess what? It's real life. Right. That's why I've decided to not go after our competitors that have openly copied our content. And frankly, it's just not worth it, because if you strive to be the best, all those people who are copying your stuff, they're not going to be able to keep up, which has also proven to be true. That being said, the reason I bring this up is that some of the things that we're about to discuss as far as legal repercussions, the juice is not always worth the squeeze. This yeah. is a very hard thing that I have had to come to terms with. There's even an issue right now where I could absolutely ream someone. I mean, take them to the cleaners and they wouldn't have a car anymore. But what does that really get me? 
a feeling of feeling good. Like, ha, I got you. You wronged me and I wronged you back. Haven't we learned that two wrongs don't really make a right? Right. So why not just, you know, go off in silence because the very best vindication is going off in silence and five years being like, wow, he's really successful. What did he do? Oh, yeah, I ignored all of you right? I mean, that's really the best success. And so understand these next two options for you, they are going to take effort, which goes back to Rob's point of you never get the time back. And you have to ask yourself if it's really worth it, which is why I love Pixie because it handles all this bullshit in the background. So um, what if it's video? What if it's another media? He has what we call a DMCA takedown, which means if someone copies your content, if they post something without your permission, whatever, you go to, I think it's, and I don't have internet right now because Comcast is out, but I think it's dmca.org. If you just Google DMCA, you should be able to find it. And you have to fill out a very long application that says, what's the content? Prove that you have a record before they posted it. And that's really the proof that it's yours and not theirs is that you have a record of it uh, before it was posted. This is also a great reason why you should have your camera updated so that it's taking a uh, date and timestamps mm-hmm. at the right time. So if it's a DMCA takedown, that's it's very cut and clear and dry. So that one's not too involved. It doesn't no, sound like... No, you fill out a form, they get back with you of, yeah, we agree, boom. And what happens is DMCA goes to the registrar of the website. So let's say that Rob is the dirty client here. If I'm DMCA, I go to Rob's, uh, how do I say this, property owner. Like if we're trying to take a digital and put it in physical, what is it? What are we doing here? I would essentially be going to, pro- to Rob's property owner and saying, Rob did something so bad that if you keep letting Rob have this piece of property, we are going to come after you. Okay. Literally, like they're saying it's so bad that if you let this go on, you are conspiring to the issue as a whole. Okay. That's great. I mean, so the registrar says, okay, we don't want any legal action. We are taking this page down and disappears. So not just the video, the page, the whole page. You can actually have someone's entire website taken down if you know what you're doing. Um, and no offense to a lot of older people who do a lot of nefarious crap. They think they'll just get away with. This is what we're looking at when we talk about autonomy of the internet in, in the days forward is you're not going to get away with stuff. Are you saying that younger people don't do it and think they're going to get away with it? I think they, here's something that I've noticed. <laughs> I'm sort of. The hyper wealthy and the hyper, the hyper wealthy, hyper elites and the extreme poor in my eyes are the same group of people. Hmm. And I see this every single, it's all on the road. Just go look at the road, drive around, attitudes are apparent all over you, okay? Why do I say this? I noticed something with those two groups, and I'm noticing it less with the the impoverished people, less and less and less, more and more and more with elites. Entitlement. It's entitlement. Mm -hmm. No, 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 leave me alone, you're not important enough. Mm, If you don't stay educated you're not going to have that right anymore to just say, yeah, go away. I'm not dealing with you. Cause guess what? There's going to be autonomous ways of you being dealt with. And I even saying this and like, Ooh, I hope I don't regret this podcast in like 10 years, but that's why I'm trying to say, <laughs> okay, autonomous systems are good to hold people accountable, but we cannot assume guilt in front of innocence. Right. And that's what YouTube does right now. Um, yeah. Which sucks. I think one of the reasons they do that is because there's been so much guilt proven. But not to justify it, but at the same time, if people would stop doing the wrong thing, then anyways. We're never going to stop that, though. So the thing is, is that we can't stop good people from doing good things. And we can't take one small 
bad group of apples and apply all those rules to everybody else because that's ridiculous. True, true. So that being said, he's the three options in recapping the question and his actions. Option number one is Pixie. The photo comes down immediately. You get paid. No big deal. Okay. Someone else is going to make a commission off your payment. That makes sense. Number two, DMCA takedown. Take down their website if they're posting your stuff and they're not paying for it. It's very easy. Now, if you don't have a contract, it's going to be hard to prove that, right? Point number three is small claims court. Uh, now, typically, small claims court is limited. So if it's like sub 5,000 or sub 10,000, it depends on the court sometimes. Um, small claims court is just a simple mediation saying, hey, Rob paid me three grand to take these photos. I delivered the photos. It's 120 days later. I've never been paid. They've gone dark. They've gone silent on me, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I need to be paid. That's when the judge says, you either pay this guy or I put a lien on your house. Yeah, it's funny that you that you just ended with that because I was about to say I wonder if a fourth option is to put a lien on something. I didn't want to go down that rabbit trail because I've learned how easy it is to do that, and yeah. I don't think people should be able to do that. That is a I level agree. of wrong that I, I just uh, mm -mm, yeah. Mm -mm. I agree with you. I agree with you. But at the same time, these people need to pay their stinking bill for what they've taken. But we don't need to go down that. Let, I don't, let's not yeah, do I don't want to go down that rabbit hole because someone is trying to do that to me on something that they have zero jurisdiction on. And it honestly makes me not want to own property in this country. I would rather buy assets and investments somewhere else. Robert Kiyosaki, he said 20 years ago, rich dad, poor dad, a house is a liability. It's not an asset. Don't buy them. He was right. Well, he didn't say don't buy them. He just said know what it is. Makes me question buying a house. And then That's if, if, then if millennials and Gen Z really start thinking that way, watch the entire economy collapse. <laughs> right. And then so, guess what? Karma's a bitch, you old people who didn't change things and make oh things no. for the better. Wait, don't tell me you're going to end with boomer. No, no, no. No, no, no. I don't want to do absolutes here because okay. we're all well, you human. you just did with old people. Let's go back to my term geriatric. Unwilling to change, unwilling to live up to the standards that they proclaimed and projected on everyone around them. That's what I think of geriatric. I actually really like old people. There's so much to learn. And that's something that I'm really, really trying to, to do. Instead of complaining about old people, how do we bridge the gap? We can learn so much from our older generation. So let me just ask you, are you using geriatric and old people synonymously now? No. No, 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 no. I well, actually, I mean, up till this I point, I defined that a while ago and no one listened to me. No, that's not Except true. Except for Dave and John Schwamm, who were just like, yeah, we know we're not in your old category. I was like, well, that's because you guys are cool as hell, but, you know. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, throughout this show, I'm just trying to clarify because you were saying old people, but I think you meant geriatric. I meant geriatric, yeah. yeah so in that Freudian sense, slip. until you came out and clarified, you were using them synonymously. I'm just trying to make that clear. And I would say that as we've talked about this whole geriatric thing over hundreds of episodes, I've tried really hard to clarify what that means even more so in class and also to clarify Dave and John Schwamm you guys are rock stars well one of them's the son and is not old at all right ne in my opinion no. neither of no, them no, no, are no. old I'm old is about your mental state of mind I love it but there is an age <laughs> that we all go by <laughs> There's also an age but which everyone gives what, up. <laughs> I turn 50 and I don't feel, I, yeah. Um, you look 35 and I look 12, so there's I'm going to start going the other direction now that I turn 50. So what we're going to do is we are going to draw a parabola behind us yeah. and put a little Swedish doll on the top going down the hill Heck to represent yeah. where Rob is. And this and we're podcast gonna... has gone way off the rails. <laughs> and at the beginning of the hill is Paul because he's still learning. <laughs> 
I think I'm going to ask Warab to put a disclaimer on this particular uh, No, this is good. This is good. Because we're giving him an answer. We're talking about problems that, frankly, are not discussed enough on a macro. And I feel like we should be having these conversations. I'm sorry if you don't enjoy it. I've enjoyed it with Rob. No, that's fun. Our, I, yeah, I am sorry, too. But I hope you do. I, I honestly do hope you enjoy it because our reason for being here is to help you. But so. Cool. Okay. Rabbit trail. Drone you. Thanks for asking questions. <laughs> Yay. Rabbit trail. It's more like a rabbit vein. You know how veins like pew. That's true. It's true. It's true. That's what we coined a new term. We definitely rabbit did. Rabbit vein. Anyway, that's going to do it for us today. My name is Paul. My name's Rob. This is Ask Drone We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.